Hello and welcome to part two of the Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast. There you go. I'm Dan. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right. So, welcome back. This is part two. I hope you enjoyed part one. It was a uh, rambling, fun journey for all of us, I think, that led us to Frank Bruno, Danny Dyer, and some video game characters at some point. So, we are going to move on to part two, and this is Sean's topic. So, I'm going to pass you over to him. Sean. Sean. The following segment (laughs) may contain scenes of a sexual nature. (laughs) (laughs) Listener's discretion is advised. This segment is going to be about um, sex scenes in video games and generally sexuality in games. There's a game that people keep recommending to me and I was put off of it uh, when I was reading about it when it was coming out. The game is The Witcher 3 and I, I, re- I watched I started watching a playthrough of it on um, Twitch or something or on YouTube and there's like a sex scene like the, straight away in the game and... You know, I'm no prude, as, we, as we've all discussed. As we know. Yeah, we know. I've got the illustrated peeps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no stranger to eroticism. <laughs> but for some reason, I am massively, ironically, turned off by the prospect of sex scenes in video games. I genuinely hate it. Like, the idea of it, I don't understand the point in it. And to the point where, even though... The Witcher 3, amazing reviews like across the board. When I see the reviews, it's like 10 out of 10 and all sorts. And I think I would probably love that game because I love like Swords and Sorcery. You know, I love that uh, adventure RPGs. Um, you know, it's right up my alley. But I don't want to see anything go up, up anyone else's alley. <laughs> <laughs> at, least in, at least in a video game. I'm not sure if it's me. I'm not sure if it's like just my weird... British sensibilities like no sex please with British kind of mentality or do other people think this I don't get I don't get like who is a sex scene for or and what's it for like what is the point is it purely like I, I'm like this in um, TV shows as well TV shows and films like I get annoyed in Game of Thrones when there's like gratuitous sex scenes, which is all the sex scenes. There's no such thing as a <laughs> non gratuitous sex scene. That's the whole point scene. of Game of yeah. Thrones. <laughs> Where is it though? But what, yes. in that case, dragons what? and boobs. Yeah, they're gonna either yeah. fuck their way or fight their way to the throne. <laughs> yes. So yeah. But that's why I don't get. Like, to me, there are plenty of ways. You are literally like at any given time in this day and age. I get, you used to get this. This used to make sense in the eighties and nineties. You used to get sneaky bits of uh, boobs and bush into <laughs> into Channel 5 movies. And actually, it's funny, you mentioned Beastmaster a while ago. Yeah. Beastmaster was notorious for that. All, all the swords and sorcery films in the 80s used to just be yeah, swords and boobs. Yes. Okay. It made sense back then. Now, you are at any given time five seconds away <laughs> from DP. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are. It's like a Google search away. So in like nowadays, <laughs> DP is just a Google search away. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get like why things like this need to be shoehorned into. T- I'm going to open it up actually. I did say about video games, but it, in TV, films, anything, and video games, it just I don't see the point. Well, sometimes it, I mean sometimes it's for me it's the whole. <laughs> okay, right. the whole. How do I? How do I phrase this without coming off as a colossal perv? <laughs> um, okay, right. 
<laughs> How do I get through this without using the word? It's the, well, payoff. <laughs> um, well, I get, okay. So it, is 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 the word you're looking for? Is titillating? It's sometimes it's titillating. Is so, that, sometimes though, it's kind of <laughs> Mass Effect was had a lot of criticism levelled at it. I've heard, yeah, and also a lot of very incorrect. Eroticism. Uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I mean criticism. Uh, criticism levelled at it, where people eventually, you know, some people who'd never even played the game were calling it a sex simulator in space. Mm. And it's not. In fact, <laughs> the sex scenes that are in it, in Mass Effect, are so um, untitillated. They're, they're I think. Catherine Cookson. They're Catherine Cookson. Yeah, yeah. Everything kind of like, you know, oh, I'm about to, oh no, it's another camera angle. Hmm. Oh, am I about to see something? Oh, no, it's another camera side angle. Side boob, side boob, side boob. Oh, it's good. Get a bush, woman on a luger, a giant luger. Yeah. And then all this swings towards it, has got the legs wide open, but you haven't seen it. too late. Too late. But sometimes it's about the place in the story. Like, for instance, in Mass Effect, the sex scene happens just as the crew have gone, spoiler warning, have gone renegade and are on their way to a planet that basically could be the death of all of them. So it kind of happens because it's like that we might die. Mm. And it's the, you know, there's that certain person you've kind of been romancing or just talking to a lot and stuff like that. And you can, you know, you can pursue it if you want to. It's a kind of option. It's not like you're, you're pushed down the path, but it's a... Yeah. You know, you start getting close to these people, and I think that's you know that's a good thing. Like Bioware games, especially, you know, you you know, good writing is is all about it. You know, it feels right when the sex scene happens. There are though some games, like you say, like The Witcher, which was, has quite rightly had level, in my opinion, quite rightly had leveled at it. The fact that a lot of the nudity seems really gratuitous, like yeah. it's you know, it's almost kind of like no oh, tits, oh, yeah, tits, oh. Some more tits, and that's what worries me, and that's what puts me off the game. And it's a shame, like that. I don't know. Maybe it is just me, though. Maybe I'm the only one who kind of. I, I, I personally don't have a problem with it. There's no. It's not coming from a sexist angle at all. Like the women in it are strong characters mm-hmm. that are. Have, you, have you, no tops on. Yeah, but then he, you know, he doesn't have any bottoms on either, and you see his bum <laughs> No time. bottoms. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Tops with no bottoms. Has he really got tops with no bottoms? No, he's got. He's got no top on. Oh, okay. Right. But you see a lot of oh, tops with no bottoms. That would be on ruder. a man is like even a sin. <laughs> it's like a, a naked man with socks on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just no. Okay. Oh, he's still wearing chicken. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a, a, a big problem. I think. It's come from a change in viewing habits um, and a change in what people want to see on television. Has anyone watched Spartacus before? Fuck me, no, exactly. That show is amazing. The show is incredible. It's a great show. It's a really good show. Um, But would it be good without the tits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean. I can't just jack off to heads flying off. <laughs> it's like, it's, but this is my point. Like, I am joking there, but yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But this is the point of like, I don't get. I, if I'm like watching something or I'm playing a game, I don't want to be titillated. It's like a weird like curveball to throw at you when you're like you're trying to like. Just enjoy like a film or a, a, a video game. Maybe I'm suddenly out of nowhere. You've got a boner. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. well, oh. I guess I'm gonna have to fast. So, <laughs> 
So say you're watching Game of Thrones, right? You yeah. take out all the nudie scenes. Yeah. Okay. You're okay with the gratuitous violence that's in it? Yeah, this is like where the slight hypocrisy comes in. Well, yeah. it depends. I, I don't like gratuitous violence either. I mean, we talked about this last week where I was talking about GTA Five. Yeah. Like, I'm... I wouldn't say I'm sensitive to stuff like that. I just don't really... Like, <laughs> uh, do you think I am sensitive? No, 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 no. Sorry, it's just the use of the word sensitive. Oh, I don't know. Sort of whether I'm just too sensitive. I'm too sensitive. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I'm, not, I'm definitely not sensitive to... Um, uh, to sex in general like sex scenes or nudity because you know I've seen some stuff <laughs> I bone with the best yeah. no, I've seen boobs yeah. <laughs> did I mention it was illustrated yeah. <laughs> my google search yeah. just fucked up yeah you know I'm of a certain age where I've had at least a good 10 years of internet porn yeah oh I see yes, yes. and there was a t- i I was just about to like admit, all right, I don't watch internet porn anymore, funny enough. But because I got, I got to a point where like I'd close my eyes and I'd see like graphic images, and I was like, this is just getting like way too far now. So I was like, this has to stop. It's so unreal. Yeah. It, 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 I, mean, I mean, that's the point. You know, and I, I, <clears throat> I never thought we'd end up podcasting about this sort of stuff. No. But, but it is unreal. Mm. It's ridiculous. You, you think about any sexual experience you've had in your life, mm. it has never been like the stuff you've seen on porn. No. Ever. No. You know what I mean? And, and there are certain things that happen in porn that you know for a fact that most of your sexual partners would really not appreciate you doing. <laughs> well, and you would just feel incredibly like, guilty mm. like, if I you were doing Do you know what I mean? Like, like you know, I mean, sex, sex is wonderful. Yeah, but it's but it shouldn't be a degrading experience for exactly. anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, it should, you know there, there shouldn't be a moment where you suddenly go, "Oh, hang on, I'm just gonna stand up." Yeah, ah, in your face, because <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's just like I mean, it's really, <laughs> it's a real like it's a real game changer, isn't it? It's just like oh, yeah. you know, and, you know, you feel sorry for genuinely the person you've just. Well, I guess because in the internet yeah. porn, you don't see like the aftermath. No, no, no true. like the washing up. <laughs> see that is the thing isn't it it's the reality of the situation it's the it's the it would probably be the best for everyone if we put down a tarpaulin <laughs> because at the end of it you'd just be able to stand up pull yeah. the tarpaulin up put it in the bin brilliant let's go to bed yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all fine everything's fine yeah. look I mean we've got we've taken a massive turn there yeah so <laughs> yeah. yeah your point about violence I, I get what you're saying that like why would I be okay like playing like a beat em up or something or because I don't play like super violent games but I do play you know I have played well like even yeah any lots of games are violent mm. like even like I don't know adventure RPGs you're going running around killing things with swords yeah I mean Fable is violent yeah anything yeah. could be I guess yeah. killing stuff all those chickens yeah yeah. I don't know yeah it's, it, is a, it is slightly hypocritical but is that just is it am I just a product of our, our culture because it's often sort of leveled at like um, sensitive people who sit, uh, make certificates for films and things that they place way higher emphasis on nudity and sex um, as compared to violence that so you can have incredibly violent scenes in films but as soon as you show like full frontal nudity it's like oh 18 potentially but I mean I, I don't think there's like that's just 
Sorry. What you want in a game. Yeah. So th- there's no problem with that. You shouldn't feel like, like it shouldn't be it shouldn't be an issue that you don't want to play games with sex in. That's, mm. that's just something wor- you prefer. My that's... worry is that it's going to become more and more, um, not acceptable is the wrong word, but like a thing that just belongs in a game. Or like maybe it's more that the the. Um, the graphicness mm. of it is going to get more like with show like game a show like Game of Thrones would never ex- existed like ten years ago, would it? No, well I, I think the the not um, mainstream TV and a show that like everyone's talking about. I don't know. Like, do you remember the BBC show I'm I Claudius? No, based on the rise of the Roman Empire and yeah. all that sort of stuff. I mean, there was some pretty risque scenes in that. But, but was that basically softcore porn? Like l- literally, I mean. No, 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 no. Because I mean, you had like, you know, there were boobs and bums in it and stuff yeah. like that. Which, to be fair, is you know, Game of Thrones pushes it just that one step further by having boobs, bush, and bun. And, and the point is that actually, well, and like, there's my least favorite bit of scene in this. Sorry to interrupt you. Like the this, there's a scene where Greyjoy is like um, doing some woman on his met on a ship. Um, she's not. She's not a character or anything. She's just like the the wench on this ship or whatever. And he's like hammering away from her behind. And then like it kind of to add to the graphicness of it, he kind of pulls away. But he's just got this completely like flaccid cock. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, what the fuck were you doing? He's like was slapping it against her. Which was brilliantly like, pastiched in South Park. Oh, was it? We know, we know, we know, flapping wieners in my face. I didn't say I was seen that one. Yeah, he's no, that, that is just weird. like it's just, he just sort of stands up, but it's literally just now, like really soft. It's like I don't know about yeah. anyone else around here, but like after I've finished up, yeah, I've st- like, like, got a bone of rage. Yeah, just like, like God, I've got to pee. Just, and like, yeah. just go down. <laughs> I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> my duvet's like, you know, one or two inches above. This is my point. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why my, my arm went right out. Okay. <laughs> there's no, there's no like excuse for that. Really, there's no like you can't like a lot of times. People make excuses for these things and say like, "Oh, it's important for the story or important for character development." But like to go that far isn't like mm. that is pure yeah. titillation. It's not even titillation though. Who's titillated by some bloke's like flaccid cock? Well, some people are. But I think do you reckon? I think it's, yeah. it's, it's part of the story mm. in some the sense will. that some people would love to see a flappy, to see yeah. a big flappy willy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I'm not convinced. Dude, there are some people who find the prospect of having sex with um, like rubberized, uh, almost human-looking dolls sexy. Mm. There are people who enjoy watching people having sex with animals. Yeah. Again, this just, it's fetish. I just think that um, it's like the robot that Dan was talking about in part one. Someone being pounded by Johnny Five. Johnny Five yeah. <laughs> Someone out there has got yeah. that fetish. No, I get yeah. that. I yeah. get that. But this, this, I think the thing with it is that it is part of the story in the sense that these are things that these characters would do. Yeah. This is part of the character. They also take a shit, but we don't see that. Well, I think you do in some series now. Well, you know, maybe. Yeah. But oh, Tywin Lannister got killed on the toilet. Yeah. Spoiler warning. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't actually seen that. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. Oh. <laughs> I've had loads so of stuff. I, think, in game <laughs> I just don't think it's <clears throat> it's as big a deal. So I think they, they don't write it in to to necessarily titillate. But don't they? Because it's like every episode there's like guaranteed to be like nudity in it. Mm. It so. gained notoriety. Yeah. 
I, 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 have, I have an issue with Game of Thrones in the sense that I feel like they're constantly trying to outdo themselves. Yeah. So I think something happens in the first series and everyone goes, did you see that? That's so shocking. And then second series, mm. that's even more shocking than the first series. And then when you get to series seven, they're just doing really shocking things. I was trying to think of an example. <laughs> I, I can't think well, of I think, I mean, to be honest, my, my major problem with Game of Thrones is that it's got so far away from the source material now that God knows how it's going to culminate. But isn't it ahead of the source material now? It's ahead of the yeah, source material, it, but they? it's also completely wrong. Mm. Because by the point that the books have reached, the the world, you know, Westeros and everything, is in completely a different place than it is mm. now. And it's just it's just mental. Like characters that in the in the film in sorry in the in the TV series are dead are still alive, mm. it, you know, and actually in better positions than they've ever been. You know, it's it's weird. Like you've now got this kind of thing. You know, that the TV series has just kind of taken off, <clears throat> and the books. I mean, who honestly cares if George R. R. Martin ever writes another Game of Thrones book? I don't give a shit. No, really. I read the I read the first couple, and then after a while, it was just like. What's the point? I'll just wait a year until the TV series comes out and then I'll watch ten episodes in a row. I'll get really fucked off when they end. And then I'll... You know what? It's just... Yeah, and then that's it. I'll wait another year and then they'll come round again. Who gives a shit? I'm not going to read a book. What's yeah. the point? I've got far more important things. <laughs> I've got sex scenes in video games to, to whack off over. In, you term, know, like... <laughs> in terms of The Witcher, mm. I think it's just uh, an example of someone having a vision of what they want to do with a game. I don't think they thought throw in some fucking scenes, mm. and you know that'll get the the teenage audiences going. Do you not think? I think no, not at all. I think I think it's I think it's it's video games nowadays are very much stories, and I think part of a lot of stories is these sex scenes. And I think part of what makes Geralt from The Witcher Geralt is that he does go around having a lot of sex. Yeah, he's a womanizer, isn't he? Well, yeah, but he, but he's. It's part of the character, yeah. so I think I think if you've got a character and you take away one aspect of it, it's like. Um, but do you need? Yeah, but do you need the scene though? Do you need to show it? But but why wouldn't you if it's part of the character? Um, I don't know. Just because it's, I don't know. Do you think it's pardon the pun, just hammering it home? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I just I just think it's unnecessary. I just think if you took it out, would anyone really miss it? Like who enjoys it? Who who? Well, we come to expect it nowadays. Hmm. I think is the thing is that. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I put a list. I put two lists together. I put hmm. I basically one one list says good and one list says bad at the top. And it was in about the good. It was about romance and, and kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just says tits. Classic cocks. And I was looking for sex scenes that I thought were really well done. Compared to kind of romantic mm. kind of storylines that were just sort of like hurled into games for no reason, and at the top of my good list is Max Payne Two. <clears throat> there's a scene in Max Payne. Have you ever played the Max Payne games? Um, it's told in a really fantastic way. There's excellent narration all mm. the way through the games by um, the uh, by the voice actor um, whose name escapes me at the moment, um, but uh, is brilliantly written. Max himself is a you know, so it's kind of a dour character, but filled with metaphor. In the second game, a love interest uh, arrives called Mona Sachs. And wow, that's a that's like a Bond. 
King Mona Sachs. Mona Sachs. Yeah. yeah. So she's in the first game. Her sister Lisa Sachs was married to a, a mafia crime boss called Punchinello. So she was Lisa Punchinello. But Mona Sachs is this uh, is this uh, kind of contract killer in the second game. Yeah. She's very strong, very capable, very smart, and um, you know very willing to do whatever it takes to survive. Mm. Just for her. But as the game progresses, her and Max, their stories intertwine and the mm. things that Max did in the first game come back to haunt him and, and stuff and, and haunt both of them and they end up getting chased across um, Noir York, as it is, um, together. But there's this moment where they're kind of being there for each other and saving each other from horrible things that they've had to endure over the course of the game culminates in this kind of... Just you can tell they're just burning underneath, but it's all told in a kind of graphic mm. novel style, so it's just stills, and you just see these still frames of him and her. And in the graphic novel bits, instead of being video game characters, they're actually real people mm. kind of posing for these shots and things. And they they kind of come together, and there's these beautiful stills of her being lifted into his arms, and you know they're still clothed, and there's mm. you know the the only nudity is. Yeah. Is on, is on her front but even then it's not nudity it's her shirt rides up it's kind of pulled up and you can just see a bit of rib cage and a little bit of underboob mm. um, and that's it and it's just you can just hear some you know hear noises going on but it's to- it's done in such a way and then suddenly they get disturbed as the as the hideout they've, they've chosen is burst into by the people that are hunting them and that's done really well it's really good and it feels like part of the story and, and actually it gives you this this kind of drive, like you feel kind of swept along with everything by the character, and, and you've actually seen something that you know is probably gratuitous. You, you didn't necessarily need to see mm. any underboob or anything like that. They could have just been embracing each other and kissing, and, mm. and you know this, this kind of outpouring of emotional passion towards each other. But I think that they almost, you know, it's the fact they almost get to that point. And actually, spoiler warning: um, due to the events of the games, they never get to. Mm. Never consummate the love that they have for each other, um, but it's you know it, it's it's part of the part of story. Sounds, that sounds fine. The one that always gets me, the one that always gets me every time, and this isn't a video game; it's from a film. Is the sex scene in Terminator? Now I know it was necessary to have a sex scene to kind of go. Well, Kyle is John's father. Yeah, but spoiler warning. Uh, but it just. <laughs> it just feels like a real, you know. Th- this is an action film. This is, you know, it's mm-hmm. an action film. And then suddenly Linda Hamilton's boobs appear. Yeah. And you go, oh no, oh heavens! And then they're gone. <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> you know, and then the film carries on, and Kyle dies, and it's just, like, yeah. oh my god, you know, it's a real, it's jarring sometimes. Yeah, definitely. The eighties was like notorious for that. <laughs> yeah, and then that was the thing. Well, the it's 80s... been an hour, so. Uh, <laughs> And there's a notoriously bad film called Samurai Cop that we watched, mm. me and um, Stuart and Dion watched recently. And it's, it's known for just being a terrible, terrible, cliche 80s action film. Yeah. And in that, it's got the most disgustingly long sex scene. <laughs> it's like 10 minutes long and it's loads of big 80s boobs. Oh, 10 minutes sounds just about just, right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you don't even need to like pause no. it or anything or rewind it. It's basically it's like, oh, a man in the smallest <laughs> pair of speedos, and he's got the most ridiculous kind of um, action man type figure. Like he's ludicrous how kind of sculpted and 
like crazy looks in these tiny basically like thong uh, speedos and yeah she's just like naked and he's basically just flopping all over her rubbing her big 80s boobs and it just goes on and on and on and at first it's kind of like funny and then it just becomes like fuck me this is and then really you suddenly realise it's you it's and two other three, dudes yes exactly yeah. it's like can you not just go back to like the really shit action scene so we can laugh now <laughs> and I don't know yeah for me like sex scenes and everything have always just been super awkward like I just I always feel like, I don't know what it is maybe I'm just like worried, still worried like my parents are going to walk in or something and like <laughs> I think I've said I think I said it in one of the early uh, in one of the earlier podcasts that we did mm. but the problem with sex scenes in games mm. for me apart from apart from maybe the timing of some of them because I agree with Dan on, on points that some of it is, is about the character. It's about mm-hmm. developing the character. It's actually showing you what this character is like. Is actually that, you know, like Geralt, for all, for all he's... For all the good he does, yeah. there is that part of him that you, you don't really like. Maybe because you're like, how does this guy do it? You know, how does this guy <laughs> get so, so many women? But on the other hand, you're kind of like, he's with a lot of women. Mm. He's, he's a bit of a dick. Like, he's just like, yeah. he kind of just sleeps he's his way around. Is that the impression you get from him then? Yeah, well... I think I think most you know that I'm I'm not I'm trying to speak for everyone rather than kind yeah. of do it, um, but the problem is that if it's using the in-game engine, yeah. you know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. too hard wireframe polygon objects. Yeah. <laughs> kind Melting. of kind of probably too, like I'm holding two beer bottles. Listen yeah. to the noise. <laughs> that, that, that's essentially what it is it's two hard objects and kind of like there's no squish or give like yeah the body's clipping hand. clipping through each yeah, other yeah they're like oh and it's all a bit twitchy and a bit jerky and like you can't advocate and it's like, yeah it's just a bit like this is a bit weird like it doesn't it doesn't look right and you know for all the sort of like you know noises that they put in of fabric on fabric and things like that you just still kind of feel like oh mm. it's just that it doesn't look right because it's two kind of I think weird that- objects Kind of pushing against each other. I don't think there's anything wrong with like characters having sex in in games. As long as it's like important to their character, or important to the story, mm. whatever, that's fine. But I think it's it's the method of execution. If they, it, like, I'm a fan of like the implied sex scene, the old sort of James Bond fade to black kind of thing. You know, with minus the quick, oh, preferably the, without the like, camera pans you know, up to the curtains yeah, and then yeah. fades I'm out. Just, Preparing for re-entry. Well, that, can <laughs> that, that can go, but like you like your men with eyebrows four yeah. inches above their head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that that gets across everything you need about that, but without the awkward kind of rutting. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, just, I think it's it's a generation thing. <laughs> I, I, I just thought the wrong generation. No, I, well, I think we all are because I, I think I I agree with you to a certain extent, I, but I think. Kids nowadays, we we've had as we said, we've had the internet for ten years. Yeah. Kids nowadays have, if we wanted porn when we were early young teenagers, mm. we used to really have to try to get it. We remember a time when yeah. you had to work. Yeah. If, I for, for porn. If, yeah. Or like VH, you know, finding a VHS tucked under the, the sock drawer or something. Yeah, like. yeah something like that. <laughs> and, but or the or as people always say that the bag of wet porn. In, in, in the, the bushes, woods. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, like Daily Star, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, if you're a twelve year old, you can you just, have you to do just a lot. Google woman getting fucked by horse, it's and then all of a sudden, you're a woman. yeah, it really is scary. Like, so imagine being a kid now, like 
from day one, you can, well, not from day one, but like from an incredibly young age, people, kids have access to iPhones. And I don't care how good the blocks are on it, it's so easy to yeah. like yeah. Google images because it doesn't filter stuff that's like um, natural. If you know what I mean? So if you mm. were to like just put in breasts, it would give you a, like a Google image full of women's tits yeah. because it's just like, you know, yeah. that's natural. Whatever. Yeah. So as a result, I think there is a certain element of it's almost expected in in certain TV series and it's almost expected in mm. games and I don't think as long as it's portrayed right as long as someone's not being exploited in the game or the TV series I don't really think there's anything wrong with it mm. what about interactive sex scenes so like hot coffee circa what was it San Andreas had the hot coffee mod Remember that? No, I didn't. I never played them. Well, it was, um, it was it was it was game code, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was in it was in the game. Yeah. It was just it was sort of it locked was... because of um, censorship reasons. Mm. I think they basically couldn't get a certificate with it in the game. But <clears throat> effectively, it was like a sex mini game. Mm. What what do you think of that? Because I mean, there's no there's literally no excuse for that because it's I know it's like Rockstar being Rockstar mm. and they just love mm. to like create controversy and push the boundaries and things. But so I don't have a problem with it as long as someone's not being exploited. As long as even even a character that's been exploited sets the wrong message for people. Mm. Now, I mean, if it's two people coming together to to do something beautiful, I don't know where I'm <laughs> fucking going with that. But if it's two people that just that even characters that are just fucking, then and they want to be there, they're both. Uh, well-rounded characters. One of them's not just well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's got to have. Yeah, he's got to have a huge knob. Um, but if they're, they're they're both well-rounded characters, um, and they they're both coming together to do something they both want to do, I don't really have a problem with it. Mm. What about um, the kind of sexualization of female characters in games? Mm. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of talking about. And I was talking to one of my well, that is a can of worms, man. Now, yeah. now ex colleagues, because I mentioned what we were doing on the pod today, and she, and she quit well, because she quit. Of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "Fuck you, Dan." <laughs> no, um, but she she does a game blog, and and she and she basically went on like a fifteen mm. minutes, not rant. She just went went into detail about certain things in certain characters so she mentioned a few things like uh, Bayonetta for example um, and I'm going to sound like such a fucking hypocrite now I love Bayonetta <laughs> <laughs> I actually love Bayonetta but no 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 but she, she, she the, one of the things she mentioned was that Bayonetta's fine um, oh, okay. and, and she she enjoys <laughs> she enjoys she enjoys what oh, a woman said it was okay so that's cool she enjoys what she's doing but the, the problem is sometimes some of the, like, the camera angles become quite voyeuristic and becomes... they do the good thing about Bayonetta is why I think it's um, like not so bad is that she is a well-rounded character mm. and she's clearly I mean Ma- this is the thing like yeah. feminists are, yeah. oh my god I can't believe I'm going to start talking well, about yeah, feminists tread, so tread carefully I'm I'm as far as I'm aware, I'm definitely no expert on, on feminism. But like, as far as I'm aware, it's not about saying women can't be sexy. They no, 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 like, exactly. Be able to pull suggestive poses, wear sexy clothing or whatever. But if, if they, they should be able to do it as long as it's what they want to do. And exactly. the point of Bayonetta is she is a woman who's definitely uh, proud of her kind of yes. sexuality and her kind of sexual exactly, prowess. Yeah. And, mm. you know, she is just such a fantastically animated character and like 
the way she moves. She's basically doing a strip scene, but she's never doing it to attract men. She's also incredibly intelligent and witty. She's voiced amazingly. Mm. Like, I don't know who the voice actress who does it. it sounds a bit like some Liz Hurley or something like mm. that, or even like um, oh Christ, what's her name? Like the woman from Abfab. Joanna Lumley. Joanna Lumley, yeah, yeah. yeah. She sounds almost like a sort of young Joanna Lumley. And it's just, her character does go on a journey and she's never, tr- yeah, trying to attract male attention. And often she's kind of poking fun at men's, like, weakness with sort of sexuality. And she knows she can almost use that to, like, point out how pathetic they are. Which is why I quite like Catwoman in the Arkham games. Yeah. Because while she is alluring, she's also deadly. Yeah, and she doesn't take any she shit from take fucking any crap Batman. From so, Batman, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's she's really powerful, which again is a, is one of the reasons why, at the same time that I wouldn't want to go out for a drink with her, I immensely respect the new, the way that they're handling the new rebooted Lara, mm. because yeah. she is a strong female mm-hmm. who 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 instead of falling into you know, the sort of 1950s personification of woman, which is, you know, emotional mess. Mm. Oh, heavens, you know, needs a, needs a slap to come round and mm. deal with the problem. She is put in one of the most horrendous situations women could ever be put in, but anyone could ever be put in. And comes out a stronger person. And she person. comes out a much stronger person. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a person who is able to overcome, you know, what must be... Tremendously traumatic on her own as well. On her own, yeah, yeah. completely on her own. On a superficial level, I would. They obviously like massively because Lara Croft. For anyone who's old enough to remember the mid nineties, Lara Croft was probably the first um, female sex symbol. video game character. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, so much emphasis was put on the fact that she had big boobs and a big ass. Yeah, and to be fair, the. The game didn't really do anything. I mean, this was like early days of 3D gaming, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like the the game's like panning in on her ass and her boobs or whatever. No. But like gamers knew it. It was like it was purely aimed at kind of teenage boys and the fact that you were playing as this, um, you know, beautiful. I say in inverted commas nowadays because it's it's all like just polygons mm. and things. But at the time, like yeah. teenage boys were sent into like hysterics over it, mm. and there was like all these um, rumors about uh, a nude cheat. Yeah, so yeah, I never yeah. found out if that was real or not. Was the new cheat in Tomb Raider? I don't know whether the new cheat was real, but mm. there were certainly mods. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. There's loads of mods. Okay, I was born in 1983, so I definitely <laughs> looked up the mods. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, you know, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, she she was also a big first, I think, for blokes because with Metroid, mm. we were all surprised to find that we were all we were playing a female character yeah. at the end. Whereas with Lara Croft, it was she's a female character. Yeah, and the thing with uh, in Super Metroid, her her gender was never uh, made a big deal of because yeah. it's in you're you're seeing a character in in a spacesuit mm. in, in armor and she's yeah. a badass. Yeah, and she's going around just kicking ass. It's different than Mega Man, who is a man. <laughs> He's a boy. He's a uh, robot. Well, actually, he's a robot boy. Well, there you go. Yeah, but it's still called Mega Man. Well, he's called Rock Man in Japan. Sorry to be nitpicky. I still make a man. I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah, but still, but still yeah. something man. Yeah, yeah. You know, rock man, mega man, whatever. It's not mega woman. Well, exactly. No. Mega female. No. You know, or something like that. But, um... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For God on your palm. <laughs> yeah. So, totally forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, the, I mean, 
the nineties were terrible for <laughs> for for that um, exploiting female video game because yeah. it was such a ma- way more and it, people still think it is now, but way more in the nineties video games was a purely male pursuit, or it seemed like it anyway, and definitely it was marketed completely towards men, right, mm. or boys, teenage boys. Or... Yeah, which. <clears throat> Seems to be something that becomes less and less these days, and I hope becomes even more so. Still exists, though. It, it does still exist. Mm-hmm. It does still exist, and there, there is. I mean, actually, you know, there's no point in trying to argue against. I mean, the thing is, I don't like it when, when people of whatever gender start criticizing gaming for doing certain things based purely on what they think. Yeah. Because actually the demographics speak for themselves. Yeah. Video gaming is predominantly a male pursuit. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and that's not a good thing. I'm no. not saying it's a good thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing either, but I'm but I'm just saying it, it it is the fact. And until we get more female gamers, we get more female vloggers, we get more people for more females in the public eye talking about the games they play. Mm. Unfortunately, we are finding ourselves in a situation where female characters are over-sexualised. And, but is and it a, it's like a chicken and egg thing, though, isn't it? Because <clears> are uh, women still being put off games by over-sexualised female characters? It's a very good question, mm. and one that I will talk like this for the moment <laughs> while I think of a response. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, this is an issue they've had with um, comics and comic films. Yeah. Films. So, the the um, the whole Black Widow not having her own film thing is a ridiculous thought, and and the, the the lack of Black Widow toys is a thought that was believed. And and this was two years ago. I listened to a podcast, and this was more to do with Warner, where someone on the podcast, I think it was Paul Dini, was talking about uh, female lead superhero <laughs> characters, and the per- one a higher up at Warner said. Well, we we don't want female lead superhero characters because they don't buy action figures. Mm. Girls don't buy action figures. Okay. And, and and this was a podcast with Kevin Smith, and he goes, "Well, even if that was true, they'd buy the fucking lunchbox, they'd buy the pajamas, they'd buy all kinds of stuff, but they do buy action figures as well. Girls just looking for a role model." And, and it happened with Marvel, where they took the guy—I can't remember the guy's name—the guy who's in charge. Of, of all the marketing of all the Mar- Marvel films mm-hmm. they took him off and put Kevin Feige uh, in charge of it and uh, as a result what we'll probably start seeing is more Black Widow toys and uh, more maybe female centric films as well mm. and it's, it's a case that um, it's just maybe some of the older generation need to get a different mindset and, and that might happen. The, the problem with games is it's relatively young compared to films. Yes, I agree. So, so I mean, maybe there's some some of the old hats. Maybe they need to to see that there is a lot of women wanting to play games. A lot of women that want to be into the Marvel universe, and sometimes they just get a bit annoyed because they're not fairly represented. And that's a fair argument to have, I think. The problem we have, though, is like I said about the demographics, mm. and like you know, people always make the point, like you said about you know they don't buy action figures, blah blah blah. Mm. But at the same time, you know, making films isn't necessarily always all about 
the entertainment of the fans mm. and pleasing the people who are going to be watching it, a lot of the time it's about chasing profits. Mm. It's business at the end of the day. These these film companies aren't doing anything altruistic. They're doing it to make money. Mm. Yeah. And they know that they're going to make money if they make these certain kind of films. I mean, the fact is that, you know, you take the Avengers film mm. as an example, there is a gratuitous bum shot. Oh, yeah. On the poster. On yeah. the poster, and not just on the poster, but in that scene where she's in, um, where Black Widow's um, uh, interrogating Loki. There's a moment where the camera pans right behind mm. her, and, and there's a bum shot, and you just think, it, you know, that that is unneeded. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not necessary. So you know, because it's right at bum level. Here's here's what what I would ask though. If the Avengers were fifty percent women and fifty percent men, do you think it wouldn't do as well? Hmm. And and the, the women were treated the same way as the, the men. I think it would do every bit as well. I think it would do every bit as well, yeah. but at the same time, I don't every bit as well. That's, That's some bad English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every bit as good as it has, but yeah. at the same time, it's pretty impossible to answer because we don't know. We ha- we cannot objectively pull ourselves away from what we know, mm. and there are very few people who. In fact, you know, I would probably level the criticism. There are very, there are probably no people who can objectively pull themselves away and see the other side of an argument or another side of that sort of thing, because we seem to, uh, you know, the funny thing is about this is that talking about eroticism in games, I knew from the outset was always going to start dealing with this, mm, yeah, with this issue about is there over sexualization of women in <clears throat> video games, and the simple fact is yes, yeah, yeah. yes, there is. But, and there is, and there always will be, and there, uh, you know, for a long time to come, because I don't know why, but it just is. You can see it; it happens every day. I, I mean, think, you look at you look at the Suicide Squad trailers. Hmm. There is a scene in that where Harley Quinn bends over to pick something up. Yeah. You never see what she picks up or anything like that, but you but you know for a fact that that scene was put in there because they were like, well, we could when we you, could have Harley Quinn's bum. Yeah, they want teenage boys to go watch it. What I would say is I think the two top-selling superhero films that we will see in the next three, four years will be the Wonder Woman film Mm -hmm. and the Captain Marvel film. Yes. Two female-led superhero films. Captain Marvel's a woman? Yeah, she is now, yeah. Oh. No, it didn't used to be. The original Captain Marvel died and then replaced by Carol Danvers. Okay. So I think they, um, I think maybe there just needs a change in mindset or maybe just figure out how to do it mm. because you're, you should be trying to figure out how to get 50% of the population to, to, to side with whatever it is you're doing, to, to, to play your games, to, to watch your films. And there's probably a very good way that someone could actually do that whilst not alienating the people that are already playing it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what that is. But uh yeah. Mm. I feel put in my place. Yeah. You, this it's is not a bad way, no, but that's a, one of those... a very compelling argument made very well yeah. and very succinctly and it's yeah. Yeah. Can't argue with it. Can't <laughs> argue with it. <laughs> what do you think of um things like have you seen Street Fighter Five? I haven't seen anything. Okay, it's got some ridiculous uh, female characters with some ridiculous boob physics, like Chun Li's boobs. Like, oh, that's And apparently they're like they're basically yeah like volleyballs, yeah. and um, they're like just 
obey no laws of physics. It's, <laughs> it's just for the lads, though, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, big ones. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a character called Rainbow Mika, who's um, this like wrestler. I'll show what? you. What? And um, Ray, I know. And um, she has a move which was toned down in the game, but I think it's still in there. Where she basically like turns around, she's in basically assless chaps. <laughs> it's the best way I can describe it. She's got this kind of wrestling singlet on, right? And um, she's got this move. Oh my goodness! I'm just, I'm just showing them a picture <laughs> of um, Rainbow Mika, <coughs> and um, there's a move where she basically the camera kind of swoops down and she smacks her ass, and it ripples pleasingly. <laughs> and then she, um, I think she calls him like a tag team member, another like really I think we're losing the moral high ground. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not saying this is good, I'm, yeah. I'm just describing it. And then they basically um, come together on the opponent like bum to bum. So they like thrust their bums in this guy's face as, as like a, a, you know, a combo move or whatever. You know, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's probably a bit much, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and it says, I think it says a lot about fighting games. I think it says a lot about Japanese games. Oh, okay. I'm sorry <laughs> to say, because it's, it's, it seems to be like Western developers... Oh, look, there's a picture of it happening. There's... Um... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Zangief. It's hard it's, to justify uh... that. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, it's, it's definitely, I think, a Japanese developer problem like they still have like an old school mentality I think like western developers have kind of moved on well they've definitely moved on a lot um, compared so, to Japanese developers where they then you know like things like Tomb Raider and things mm. where now people are saying like, you know we've got to have you know good representation of women and they can't just be sex objects and blah 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 whereas like Japanese developers definitely haven't got that memo or at least their, their market just doesn't accommodate that so what are your thoughts yeah, on not. something like Fire Emblem then which is coming up <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, there was like all this big hoo-ha about like um, censorship mm. around Fire Emblem because there was um, a mini game in in it where Fire Emblem deals. It's like a, a strategy tactics game, okay? Mm. But it also deals with kind of like relationships in RPG where you can romance people and you can have like a wife and all this kind of stuff. Mm. And you, the, one of the people you sort of um, Romancing, you can bring back to your quarters, and in the Japanese version, there's a, um, a kind of mini game where your waifu, whatever, comes up on the screen, and you can rub her with your DS stylus. And you can basically just rub what are it you around. Doing in there? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she sort of moans, you know, in like suggestive manner, and, and it basically like increases your affinity with her you're like to be able to kind of yeah your compatibility or whatever of course and it's yeah. like a, yeah it's like a mini game I don't know stuff like that I don't know I, I don't really have a strong opinion either way I, I, it doesn't bother me that they took it out because I just don't give a shit it's like you know you heard me talk about sex I suppose you probably prefer it if they take I prefer it, it then yeah. like if it was like you know in GTA she'd be like nude and you'd be rubbing her clip <laughs> whoa okay <laughs> wow what <laughs> are you know, after just saying that Western developers are like better, but but like there's other things like um, in Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is like a really good RPG mm. um, for the Wii U, and I completed that. And in that, they took out some of the costumes because 
that you can there's a couple of like female characters in the game and you can basically have them in something similar to what like Rainbow Meek is wearing there mm. like you know uh, the assless chaps yeah yes okay but I don't know in that game yeah again I don't care that they took it out because it just doesn't interest me at all mm. but at least in that game that stuff is purely optional because it is um, you can dress your characters however you want there's even like it's got a really cool system where you know in typical RPGs your gear is you're like is, is tied to your stats so like what you're wearing so sometimes like you you kind of just look for the best stats but then your character looks ridiculous because he's got like one piece of armour and then some other thing and, yeah. and then nothing matches whatever. Yeah, yeah. in this game you have two separate layers of that you can have your visual appearance so you can dress them but then have the gear that they're actually wearing underneath like that's giving them all the stat boosts so in that game you, that's why you can have them with like super geared up with like powerful like armour and stuff yeah. but actually they just look like they're wearing a thong <laughs> but it's pure in that game it's purely completely optional like mm. it's just however you want to dress them so they don't really bother me that's, that's what I like about Mass Effect you don't have to go around trying to fuck aliens you can just get on with the game pretty much can't you yeah, yeah in fact you can it, completely yeah. ignore it yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter I mean at the end of the day it's a 20G achievement mm. And they call it Paramore in every single one, isn't it? 20G yeah. or 50G or something like that. And that's it. That's all it is. Have either of you played <clears throat> Metal Gear 5? Yes. You were going to mention this one. I was going to mention Because it's... that is eroticism done ridiculously quiet. Is It's... <sighs> Look, I'm, I'm a bloke, and I think the easiest thing to do is to be honest about it. That It's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so Sean's holding up a picture. Um, a red-blooded male would would look at Quiet in Metal Gear Solid mm. 5 because that's that's just the thing. We are programmed to do so, I believe. Um, but it's just it's just ridiculous and it seems so out of place and the whole the whole game is, you know, about a dude behind enemy lines pulling off very daring missions. Pulling off <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> pulling off and and all of a sudden you get quiet who turns out to be an extremely valuable asset to have on your side when you're ass. trying to yeah. <laughs> yes ass <laughs> uh, asset uh, on your side you know, very efficient at um, you know taking out guards and all that sort of stuff and helping you take over uh, settlements and things mm. like that you know um, but there's there's just some ridiculous scenes that are. I mean, Hideo Kojima has never been particularly yeah, was enlightened in yeah. in, the, in his treatment of female characters anyway. Um, but yeah, quiet in this game takes the cake. Really, it's yeah, well, yeah. It wouldn't be quite so bad had he not of um, when people were throwing criticism before the game came out. And he came out and was like, you're all going to feel really stupid when you find out why she's dressed the way she is. You're all <laughs> yes. going to feel so stupid. You're all going to be sorry. And it turns out, like, I can't remember what it is. She, like, photosynthesizes or something ridiculous. Yeah, or something like that. And that's why she has to be nude the whole time. <laughs> and it's like, yes. That's oh, Hideo Kojima okay. for you. Yeah, yeah, I feel stupid. Totally oh, explain this. Yeah. Just throw my name in the now game one more time. It <laughs> sense. Yeah, directed and explained by <laughs> explained really well by Kojima. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we were actually talking about um, it's, it's not so much 
um, sex, but we, we got onto relationships, didn't we, in, in the car? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. And and how some feel gratuitous and some really work. And the one that that, that stuck with me was again was uh, Wolfenstein that was released last year, and how New Order. New order, yeah, 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 and how it it changes the game in the sense that he's pretty much doing it for this, doing everything he's doing. He's, mm. he's going for this one girl, pretty much. And there is sex scene, isn't there? There's there is, a, yeah. but it's, but it's again, it's like kind of the sort of sex scene that Sean would probably um, yeah. approve of, in that it's kind of implied. Yeah, you know, um, it's. I mean, you see and you hear, yeah, sort of bits, but they're both clothed, and you can tell it's a, it's a, a sort of a moments. Mm quiet they've got to themselves and they want to have sex and it, it is it is part of the story as well it, it's it's a it has to happen in the story doesn't it really because there, it's, it's, there's so much tension between the two of them that yeah. eventually they have to like you know <laughs> just I mean I like what he yeah. says to her afterwards yeah. he says to her I want this mm. forever yeah you know I, I, well, no he says I want it I want it like this forever yeah you and me and that you know that is that that fits it fits yeah. and it's only twice I think isn't it it's once in once in a hotel room and then once in their hideout yeah. and then you can just tell they they love each other there's this yeah, yeah. relationship between them yeah it's really good also love the techno Nazis on the moon I mean that's yeah, just in general that game is fucking amazing yeah it's uh, great it's a really great game but yeah but at the same time like, I, I, I like I said I had this good and I had mm. this bad list there are times where romance and and eroticism, you know, or, or kind of relationships are thrown in, just thrown into a story for mm. what seems like absolutely no mm. good reason. And Force Unleashed is an absolute prime example of this, mm. is that the story is about Starkiller. It's about mm. Vader's secret apprentice, the one that he's secretly been training up to take on the Emperor, um, you know, so that he can wrestle control away from his master. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's Prince Philip. Starkiller, he has a pilot called Juno um, who um, oh, flies him around and stuff like that. And she is another example of an over-sexualized character because she, instead of having the standard imperial uniform, seems to have some very low-cut uniform show off just a little bit of hint of bosom. Which of course affronts my British sensibilities, but um, but their their love story kind of culminates in a kiss just before Starkiller heads off on his you know suicidal mission. Spoiler warning at the uh, at the end of the get first game, and it's just it's it's literally shoehorned in there with the most obvious kind of shoehorn ever. It's just it just suddenly happens and it's. Up to that point, they've kind of been friendly, they've been a bit bantery, but then it's just like, oh, they're in love, they love each other, but it's never going to happen, and oh, isn't that so terrible? And you just think, mm. you, you, could nev- you couldn't have, you just could have left it out, and no one would have given a shit. Mm. No one would have even thought of it. Because they would have been like, they're friends, they're just worried about each other, rather than, yeah. ah, he copped a feel. <laughs> <laughs> of, you know, it's, it's just ridiculous. And, Final Fantasy X. Yeah. Titus and Yuna, they are. Their love story is horrendous. 
Um, I didn't remember. That far in Final Fantasy Ten. It's horrendous. Okay, <laughs> it's awful. I've seen the ending. Not only it's is quite the, sweet. Not only yeah, but like, throughout the entire game, throughout the misery and the suffering, you have to see it through their love story. <laughs> it's how it affects them and their love for each other. And oh fucking hell, it's just it goes on and on and on and on. And on. It just drags on and drags on. And it's awfully executed. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just I mean, Final Fantasy Ten wasn't even the best Final Fantasy game that's ever. You know, it's. It was wank. It was horrible. I, you know, it just was just. It just made the game drag on. You know, and I'm usually a fan of the Final Fantasy games, but yeah, don't hold back. You know, say what you're really Yeah, doing. sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. It's there are examples where love stories just don't add anything. Mm. You could quite happily have a really good fun game without trying to squeeze the love story mm. into it. Hey, In maybe that. Could, that yes. is my, that is exactly my point. Yes, but there are some where I think that it's entirely necessary. Okay. And, and, and and yeah, I, I think sometimes it, it helps to broaden a character. Yeah. And broaden your penis. And broaden your penis. Uh, absolutely. And who's to say that boobs and flaccid cocks aren't a nice thing to see every now and then? Huh. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe when you're playing a game and you're really into it and there's really good gameplay and suddenly, mm. like, a big... Flappy Willy appears. You kind of think, oh, sit down, Dad. I didn't want to see that. <laughs> like, oh, God. How's your dressing gown, Dad? Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's a funny one. Anyway, so on that note, I think we are <laughs> yes, done. On that, yeah. that traumatising note. Um, so, I hope you go and you play your games and enjoy your flaccid cocks and your boobies. Um, we are going to wrap up here for part two. Mm. What are we on? We are, is that over an hour? Or? No, that's bang on, pretty much. Get in. Get yeah. in. Get in. How, yeah. What are we on? What incidentally is the time? 58 minutes, 54 seconds. Excellent. I'm just going to do Deals. this some more. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work so well on a podcast. No, I know. But Dan's, yes, um, can't see what Dan's doing, doing can't even uh, hear the it. universal <laughs> sign for... Um, Rumpety pumpety. Rumpety. Yeah, rough gear. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway yes um, this is something we'd actually really love to hear your thoughts on both of mm. you um, so if you want to hit us up on the Twitters which is at TM at 2 M-T-O-O-H or on Facebook which is facebook.com forward slash T-M-T-O-O-H or you want to email us uh. which is talk to us at TMT oh.com then we'd love to hear this is this is um, obviously quite a touchy subject so yeah so we're <laughs> off to all now whack off to clips of on YouTube of Witcher 3 so thanks and goodbye <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> bye.